The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're listening to the adventures of Lonnie, the Brotherhood of Steel scribe, Clark, the veteran mercenary, Pat, the gearhead racer, and Hazel, the traveling scholar. This is Rat Rules, a Fallout tabletop RPG. Hey there, Rat Rollers. It's me again, Jared. I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody, Dave, the players, the listeners, for giving me the opportunity to run some sessions of Rat Rolls. Back in the day, I ran a podcast called Maximum Pew Pew, but COVID really put a damper on that, let me tell you. It's been two years since I've put up an episode, so it's been very soothing to the soul that Dave has allowed me to stretch those particular muscles again. I appreciate everyone's patience while the substitute teacher has been covering the class the past few weeks. Take care, and enjoy the second half of the Clone Saga. When last we left our heroes, um, we had a group of four individuals. We had Clark, we had Hazel Greenglass, we had Pep Hackett, and we had Lonnie Haybear dressed in vault suits and uh, they had previously tried to make their way to Old Nolens as they were asked to do and were turned away because there were some issues in Old Nolens. Uh, Lonnie was asked to uh, speak with his contacts at the Brotherhood of Steel and they came up with a plan that would hopefully allow the Rising Sun Settlement access to Old Nolan so they can meet Ella Fitzgibbons, who they were supposed to speak with concerning the Rising Sun Settlement. Now, you were making your way south. So uh, Lonnie Haybear was given a mission. He was given control of 18 Brotherhood of Steel initiates uh, to take them on a, basically a, a shooting range uh, or makeshift shooting range so they could practice on some mole rats and some living targets because a lot of these individuals, they haven't really had much live target practice yet. They've shot stationary targets. They haven't really shot anything live. And they want these individuals, since they're all pretty green, pretty brand new in the core, to uh, get some practice. And Knight Lonnie Haybear seems to be a perfect candidate to sort of lead this expedition. So Knight Lonnie Haybear... Um, delegated some of these fire team members to his compatriots, some to Clark, some to Hazel, some to Pep. As you were, well, we'll, we'll get to that. Pep. Yes. <laughs> you are in a black room laying in a black Velvet hammock. It is the most relaxed you have ever been in your entire life. There is no force in the world that would help that would uh, cause you to open your eyes right now. But you keep hearing this voice. Pep. 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 Not opening my eyes. That's fine. You don't have to open your eyes. You just have to listen right now. Pep. All right. Make it quick. I've got some bad news for you, Pep. Quicker. Uh, You are about to wake up. I don't want to. I know. I don't want you to either. However, you have chosen the evolutionary branch that gives you higher thought. And as a result, you are burdened by that big brain of yours. And you're going to have to 
coexist with this reality. I'm sorry. I want you down here too, man. I want you down here too. You've been an absolute blast. You, me, and infinite nothingness. But regretfully, the time has come. I've held it off as long as I can. Cap opens one eye. Just one eye to take in what he can see. Um, It's dark for a moment, but you can start to see the ceiling kind of crack open and the searing light sort of punching through. And it doesn't take much of a crack for this room to start to illuminate. It's still a black room, but now you are feeling this sensation of light and in some regards, like a little bit of the heat off this light. Sensations that you didn't think you could feel anymore. You can you can feel heat. You can see light. You can begin to, to smell um, the, the petrichor of a, a rainstorm coming. You can taste like the dryness on your lips. All of these sensations are coming to be things that you... This is all brand new to you. This is a lot. Uh, other eye will open, start taking in my surroundings, yeah, trying to the, um, acclimate yeah, the to crack, my new experience. The crack grows deeper and deeper and deeper until this black room becomes a flash of white. As this flash of white begins to settle down, a scene starts to coalesce in front of you. You're standing on a road. Actually, you're not standing on a road. You're sitting in a car behind the driver's seat. Um, there are two others in the car right now. Uh, they both wear these blue jumpsuits with gold trim and the number 18 on the back. On your left, right, and behind you, you'll notice maybe a dozen or so individuals wearing military fatigues, armed with laser rifles. Up ahead, you see another individual, um, a a male, uh, wearing again this blue jumpsuit with gold trim, the number 18 on the back, speaking with a woman who seemingly has deer antlers on her head. And they're having this conversation, and the only word that you can really pick out, because all of these sensations are so overwhelming to you right now, the only word that you can really pick out at the moment is Yagwai. Do I recognize any of these people? It's taking you a little bit, but yes, you actually do recognize these people once you begin to focus. It just seems like you've woken up from a like a Tylenol PM induced dream. You've got like this Benadryl hangover um, where you're just trying to really fight off the effects of this sleep. You still feel kind of tired, a little bit disoriented, but you're still aware of time, place and, and you know everything else. You recognize these people as Clark and um, the Hazel Greenglass and Lonnie Haber. Lonnie Haber actually is hanging back behind the car. Um, Hazel's in the vehicle with you, and Clark is having this conversation with the individual with the the deer antlers. Um, On either side of you are uh, the the military-garbed individuals. You can see that they have these Brotherhood of Steel hollow tags. They're just initiates. They don't have power armor or anything like that. Speaking of power armor, you don't have power armor. Right now, what you do have is your newly acquired and trusted vehicle, Maybelline, that you are currently in the driver's seat of. Um, Now, I would like to draw your attention to your um, character sheet real quick. If you'll take a look um, at your gear, uh, you currently have everything that a vault dweller 
would have when they um, are created at character creation. You've got the vault suit. You have a 10 millimeter pistol and a switchblade. You've got a pit boy on your arm. Um, you have some uh, fresh water uh, in your possession. I'd also like for you to take a look at your perks. So basically you are the same pep that you were when you played last with David. However, you knew you have a new perk called Racer's Instinct. So Racer's Instinct, your ability to pick the correct course of action in the heat of the moment is precognizant. At the beginning of each day, roll a d20 and save the result. Once per day, you may substitute any of your rolls with this result. If unused, the result is replaced the next day. Drawback. Your use of vehicle and race-related language is unapologetically excessive. <laughs> in addition, you suffer the effects of jet addiction if not in contact with a vehicle during the past 24 hours. Oh, fancy. Okay. Now, lucky for you, you have been in contact with a vehicle during the last 24 hours, so you do not suffer the effects of jet addiction. What I would like for you to do is go ahead and roll me a d20, and we're going to see what special number you get to save for later. All right. And since I'm not rolling skill... Um, you can do a slash r yeah. and a d20. Fifteen's your special number. So not that great, but it would be better than a twenty in certain cases. All right? Mm, indeed. Okay. 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 So that's your that's your special number for today is fifteen. So um, Clark, we go back to you. So Clark, you know that you were having this conversation with this uh, female. Uh, she was um, armored up in kind of like combat armor. Uh, it was camoed, pretty practical. She had like eye black over her face. She had these antlers on her head and has this um, like heirloom shotgun that was kind of like her weapon of choice. And when you encountered her, she apologized to you because uh, she was um, kind of upset at the fact that she had inadvertently gotten you involved in a Yaogwai hunt. To which I believe Clark expressed <laughs> excitement over the possibility of winning a Yaogwai, which uh, this individual, um, you know, w was sort of uh, uh, heartened by. So well, we're supposed to be training some fresh recruits, and there's no better training than a near-death experience. Um, <laughs> that's there's no. Or Maybe a full death experience. Right. It might be a full death experience for some of them. Uh, Yagwai are, are pretty tough. Euro, you're, you're I mean, do you speak for those individuals? I speak for my team, yeah. Okay. Definitely. I mean, are because if things get chaotic, I mean, a, a Yagwai in a controlled environment is still pretty challenging, but it's predictable. You know what it's going to do. With a lot of uh, bodies around here running, scattered about, freaking out, it's, you know, it could get hectic. I want to make sure you realize what you're getting into. Yeah, I mean, I, I've killed I've killed Yagwai before. That That's not a problem. And, you know, when the first she time I've at, killed a Yagwai, first time she's giving like a doubted look me, right now. They told me, because he doesn't, he doesn't know. He still hasn't come to grips with the fact that he's like in a vault suit and what that actually means. He's, he's yeah in the mindset of what Clark Clark would be. Um, so yeah, he, you know, I've killed Yagwai before, and really, what I learned after killing my first Yagwai is, look, they are predictable and. You honestly don't have to even run that fast from them. You just got to run faster than everybody else. And um, I think we're going to be, I think the royal we will be just fine. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. We're going to be great. It's going to be good practice. Well, let's set up then. You have a vehicle, it looks like. We have cover on left and right. 
We can set up a firing line. Uh, let's let's head back to your car. Let me introduce uh, you to my my friends here. Oh, I would I would love to meet them. Um, sir, uh, this individual walks back to the car with you, and as she approaches the um, Maybelline, uh, she will actually take off this like stag helm and place it in the car. It's like, Servania, nice to meet you. Well, would you like to tell them the good news, Clark? (laughs) Yes, I think we should go around. Um, My name's Clark, and uh, I'm very excited with the news that uh, Servania here has given us. We're going to, instead of whatever shit you came up with, Lonnie, we're going to hunt a Yagwai. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound fun group? Huh? A Yagwai. That sounds like a gas Clark. Fuck. Uh, Lonnie will say it's going to be a long session with that. Well, I mean, <laughs> we still have to do the task that the brotherhood still put before us. Like, but like we can do this in addition and part of the reason we're going down to that golf course thing anyway is to get supplies. I've not known Yagwai to carry much with them. I feel like you'd be surprised what you can find in a dead Yagwai. You know what? I don't feel like being surprised right now. But I see what you're saying. I I I like Pep. Wow, you're you're talking now. Yeah, holy shit. Now I've got something to say. Okay. Yeah, he's well. not he, he's not just making engine revving noises now. So yeah, that's I, I guess that's I, an improvement. I gotta accept it. I'm gonna work with it. It's vroom vroom, pedal to the metal. I like it. So we're hunting Yagwai. Right. Is it is it multiple Yagwai or just the one Yagwai? Uh, Servinia pipe up. It's just the one. Okay. Okay. What is the plural of Yagwai anyway? Yagwai. Yagwai. Okay. Yagwai. Yeah. Out of character and out of GM, I guess, right now. Um, I, I would have to ask my wife. She's got a bit of knowledge of Chinese, but um, she may know how to pluralize yeah. uh, certain words even though we've sort of anglicized this word so but guai kind of sounds like it could be singular or plural i thought like, it was just y'all guys y'all guys y'all guys y'all guys <laughs> y'all guys y'all guys uh, honestly I, I think they called it yagwise because it's supposed to be the way they pronounce yogi as in yogi bear oh god yeah mm. sorry sorry to be the one to tell like you this uh, well, looks like we don't need your wife after all. We've got the experts oh, here. Right. <laughs> I, we gonna, I thought we were going to have a little cameo. Uh, so we, uh, Lonnie will say, all right, um, I'm going to take my squad and we're going to be rear guard. We've got woods on left and right flanks just in case it comes out behind us. Okay. There's you three, there's Servenia. You've got 12 initiates covering the front and the sides over here. Sound good? Yeah, also, what do you say, team? We'll, we'll take the vanguard here. Yeah. Also, um, my team, uh, we traded in some of their gear so that they could have uh, med kits and stim packs. So if things get sour, I can uh, send them up. So sort of like supply chain. Okay. All right. Sounds Uh, good. Lonnie will head back probably about um, 50 yards or so. Something where like stray fire is going to be less likely to hit them in case things go really crazy, but also be able to cover like sides and back and stuff like that. Um, So it is the three of you uh, and your fire teams. So uh, this will be a little bit new to Pep, 
but um, you should see sort of a, a combat uh, map right now um, with your um, fire teams. So, Clark, you have uh, Willie, Layla, Brett, and Aaron. Hazel, you have Violet, Zoya, Dexter, and Hannah. Uh, Pep, you have Kevin, Jacob, Erica, and Kelly. And Lonnie has Cole, Harris, Elias, Alicia, Isaiah, and Oscar. Um, also in your fire team, well, uh, also uh, here is going to be uh, Servenia. And she will also be joining you over here. Um, as you um, make your preparations, so you may use um, you may use the uh, car's cover, um, you may set up your firing lines, anything like that. Uh, Dave, I want you to roll me a D6, and this is going to determine um, how, what type of position our uh, our heroes are in. Okay. It's a three. Okay. So it's, you're not on the back foot, but you're also not um, completely like catching the Yagwai off guard. Um, Probably about, oh, we'll say 50 yards up the road. uh, This Yagwai comes out of the woods. So it wasn't going immediately out of the, um, down the road. So you couldn't see it from a distance. Uh, you only have a little bit of distance really to kind of, uh, deal with this creature. So I'm going to put everyone at far. Also, uh, if you recall, we have the Brotherhood of Steel Field Manual, How to Follow Orders from Commanding Officers. Um, this lets you um, give your uh, initiates orders. So there's attack, light them up, protect, and take the bullet. Um, so that said, uh, first up in the order is going to be Servenia. And the Yaogwai is far away. Uh, Servenia is going to shoot her shot here. I need to pull up her character sheet. There we go. Uh, Servenia is going to try to shoot her shot. Now, this is going to be a difficulty three. Wait, one, two, three. Yeah, this is going to be a um, difficulty three for her. She only gets two successes on that. It is the Yaogwai's turn. The um, Yaogwai is going to um, rush towards uh, the party now that uh, things have gotten started. Um, One is Clark. So, Clark, everyone else is going to be, like, in medium range here. Clark, you are now in close range, and this Yagwai is going to... Oh, I think it's going to try to take a a swipe at you here. So, you've got one defense... Uh, yes. So it just needed one success, and it got there. Yeah. All right. Um, it is going to roll damage. Here we go. Ow. So that is seven physical damage. I need to what look up the, what vicious is real quick because it might. Be oh, more vicious is is one extra damage. Oh, so All that's a right. uh, eleven. Damage. Okay. Um, that's not great. Do you want to but... take a look at your um, ability, your uh, initiate abilities? 
Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Um, now, are we starting with AP, or can I just, like, use one of these? You actions? should have... I don't know what... Uh, I don't... Uh, hold on, did I put it down somewhere here? I have no action points stored, so... Um, everyone's got four AP. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> That's, that might be necessary. All right, let me see here. Um... Why don't you take a look at your mutations and see if there's anything special about you? Oh, I'm Clark? perfectly normal. Man. Yeah, Clark I is perfectly, perfectly normal. normal. <laughs> I'm as normal as you can possibly be. That was a joke. I'm putting you down. <laughs> I am so normal. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think. I think. I think actually the Yao Guai went for Brett. All like right. Actually. So I are you going to spend a luck point? <laughs> yeah, goodbye, Brett. All right. So you oh, spend is it the, luck, luck or uh, so take the bullet is a luck point to do protect. Okay. Yeah, that would increase your defense, but it's not going to increase it enough. So you're no, uh, think, uh, you're. I think you, Brett. All right. So you spend the luck point. Um, I'll shove. I grab him. I see the Yaguai coming, and um, <laughs> I turn around. And I say, all right, Brett, here's your chance. And I push him forward in front of the charging Yagwai. All right. Um, so, is Brett dead? Um, one moment. Yep. So yeah. um, you, you grab Brett and you interject him between yourself and the Yagwai. And this Yagwai's wow. massive, sharp right paw knocks Brett's head clean off along with right. his left arm at the shoulder. Um, right out of the gate, man. The force <laughs> shoves Brett a good four or five feet away, and he kind of ragdolls. Um, this does well, affect morale a little bit. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. That, that, that really makes a lot of sense. All right. Um, you get that all right uh clark it's your turn you now have this yagwai in your grill and you bared witness to its destructive oh power just now gosh yeah that, that was pretty bad that almost like one shot me okay um never back down though i think we're just going to attack i think we're gonna okay. just try and shoot it right in the right in the, and again right you do eight. have the other um uh actions for your brotherhood of steel members so yeah um, so i i can choose i can do like attack for each of them is that how it works yeah so basically they fire as a, a whole squadron okay yeah so i'll do why don't we do can i do theirs first and yeah. then mark's action yeah okay so, so you're gonna how do, do i roll for them? so i'll actually roll for them so you okay. are uh they're gonna take their laser rifles and they are going to fire. Now, this is going to be a difficulty one for them because I believe that's... We're all close, yeah. yeah. Oh! How they do? So they got three successes. Okay. Okay. So and, and, a, and a one there. Don't forget about gonna, the... Yeah, I see it. I see it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. That's the wrong layer. So okay. we're going to roll... Uh, <laughs> So their barrage will do uh, 12 damage to this Yagwai. Uh, certainly feels it. Um, okay. Well, that was, that was pretty sweet. That was good stuff. Um, okay. Um, I, I'm going to do something a little, little crazy here, as usual. Um, I am going to attack. Uh, with my switchblade. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because I have the perk Slayer. And what Slayer does is if I inflict damage with this attack, uh, where is it? If I inflict damage with this attack, I can spend um, one luck point and uh, immediately land a critical hit and an injury on the location hit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll to attack and then... Um, I'll just roll a D six for whatever random spot. And then 
if I actually land the attack, I'll do the Slayer thing. And we'll see where, where we crit this little, this critter. Okay. Um, so, oh my gosh, where do I, where do I click now? This makes sense. Does this make sense? Where do I, I have to get used to this. Uh, do I have to do it from poor to it, use it? Like, if you just do that. Okay, here we go. No additional dice, right? I think that should do it. Three successes. Hey. Uh, there we go. We're looking for one, so you'll generate two AP off this as well. Very nice. Um, okay. And then I'm just going to do a... I think it's a D6 for a location, right? It's a D20? Okay. All right, and um, I'll spend a luck point, and we're gonna we're gonna cripple that little leg there. This is a very precise hit that you do. You don't um, kind of slice the tendon there. Yeah. Now, as far as like damage goes, it's like it doesn't do much damage, but the damage it does is internal, <laughs> and you can tell that it is a uh, uh, a lot of the weight that it was putting on that right leg um, it's now trying to favor the left one uh, as a result because it, it's um, you've definitely knocked it off kind of kilter that was a complicated turn but I think we got there in the end what I wanted yep. to accomplish kind of fix it. Yep. Uh, Hazel it is now your turn uh, Clark and his fire team are sort of between you and the Yaogwai um you're kind of on the opposite side of the, the, the car that the Yagwai is, so you've got a little bit of cover and a, a few warm bodies between you and it. So you're currently at medium range. Uh, do we have a clear shot at the Yagwai? You absolutely have a clear shot at the Yagwai. I'll just take a little bit of maneuvering and stuff. It's just you're, you're at medium range. That's the only real complication. I am going to order my squad into positions that they have a clear shot. So you want to have them fire a salvo? Yeah, I'm going to have okay. them attack. Got it. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to roll a d12. Why do I feel like this is bad for my team? Uh, Erica takes four damage as a victim of friendly fire. Uh, the, the shock of Brett being dismembered with one claw <laughs> has some of these initiates panicking. And laser blasts are just going everywhere, and Erica straight up catches one and takes uh, four damage. At least I still have a full team. I was just going to say, I, I mean, <laughs> not, not all of my team is technically together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Okay. I asked um, them to spread out, but not like that. <laughs> no. Wow. Oh. It had to be done, okay? It. Uh, poor breath. Uh, okay, so, uh, and I get a shot also. Yeah, right? you still have a major action. All right, I am going to take a shot at the Yagwai with my 10 millimeter pistol. Okay. Now, the 10 millimeter, is it close? Huh. All right, so this will be a, a two difficulty for you. There we go. So, a. Two is a uh, small arms a attack skill for you? Yes, it is. It is? Yeah. Uh, so that is your two successes. Roll damage. Okay. Hey, that is two damage. Um, it does not pierce the thick skin of the Yagwai. Drat. Pep! Okay. I imagine you are... Well, I want to imagine you're in the driver's seat, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. Right. I'm in the driver's seat. Are, are, is my fire team in the car or are they next to They the are next to the car. Okay. So I'm going to, be, uh, I'm going to tell Erica to get in the car. Okay. Um, take cover in the car because, uh, you know, if she, even if she's not badly injured, if she is hit, I'm going to tell her to get in the car. All right. Uh, I'm going to tell Nivea, Jacob, and, and uh, Kelly – uh, to, you know, take a breath, focus, no, no need to, you know, overheat. You're just looking crazy. I'm going to tell them to aim at, uh, 
Clark injured the left. Yep, left leg. Front pop. Left, uh, front or back? Uh, the the sorry, it's uh, back right, back right. Back right. Okay. And based on where the Alguay is uh, from where I am, can I give my my team like direction? Like, okay, a, everyone aim at the front right paw. Yeah, sure. It'll be a slightly higher difficulty. Yeah. But I just realized that these are medium range weapons, so it'll be difficulty two. Okay. Um, uh, everyone, aim at that front right paw. Take a breath. When I say fire, attack. Is Erica participating in this fusillade? Uh, um, sure. If she can, if she's in the car and you know, aiming out the window as best she can. Okay. Uh, that is three successes. So they'll actually hit. They will do um, nine piercing so all of that actually goes through and uh that uh, leg is now um tripled as well uh the yaogwai is looking a bit worse for wear like a oh. few more good hits like that will probably do the trick i'm gonna tell my team good job good job team good job uh, and then for my major action, is uh, I don't know, is there such a thing as kind of like Overwatch? Like, could I? So okay, so uh, you want to uh, ready an action? Uh, what's yeah. the um, what's the triggering event? Uh, if the Yaogwai, um gets within close range of me and the driver's side of the car, got it. And what's your action? I'm gonna uh, aim with my ten millimeter. Uh, using the window uh, frame of the car to kind of s- steady my shot. Gotcha. So, it's r- so you are aim readying obviously attack. for the head. Got yeah. it. You're readying attack if it gets close to you. Got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is now Servenia's turn. Uh, Servenia is going to, um, now it's a little bit closer, Servenia is going to level a shot with her uh, shotgun. Uh, only gets the one success though, so she does not hit. If she were, um, you know, we'll say that she took a, a minor action to um, uh, aim. So we're gonna do a reroll that thirteen. It becomes a ten, and that is sufficient. So uh, Servenia fires this shotgun, and it is brutal. It is probably the most destructive shotgun you've probably ever seen uh, used. Um, as a result, this Yaogwai is um, critically injured at this point. Um, I want one. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Yaogwai is... In very bad shape, but it kind of feels like it's a core. Uh, let me roll. Uh, okay, I think it's going to stand and fight here. Clark, you're close. You will try. Yeah. Um, It is enraged. It's not even going to bother with the claw. It's going to go for... It's going to try to do a bite. Um, Don't do a bite. Oh, it's going to do a bite. (laughs) Um, Interesting. So there's a 20 and a 1. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to negate the fact that that was going to be double damage dice. So it's just going to roll its regular damage dice. So the 20 and the 1 kind of offset. Uh, so that should hopefully be uh, okay with you. The bad news is it's still a bite. That is uh, 9 damage with 2 piercing. A little worse for wear. You want to roll like where it bites? Is that, that uh, will be an injury, right? 
If that's yeah. enough damage to be an injury. Yes. Uh, so eight. Let me look at the character sheet here. An eight is going to be your torso. Oh, that, well, you don't even need a function torso. What does that even do? No. They, okay. what, what does it house? That's important. What does it do? Uh, Clark, it will be um, your turn. You have a very crippled, very close to dead Yagwai up in your grill that has um, has taken an interest to you, real, a real liking, as it were. Your initiate that came up to check on Brett, can I, like, command them to give me a stim pack? I'll let you do that as a minor action. You can uh, command them to give you a stim pack. Yes, I'd like to do that. Okay. Um, uh, while you're doing that, uh, torso, you begin bleeding heavily at the each, at the end of each of your subsequent turns. You suffer two damage dice, physical damage, ignoring all dr. Yeah, that checks out. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna need a stim pack for sure. Yeah. So uh, your minor action, uh, Harris is going to come over and use their stim pack. Um, you can decide whether you want 4 HP or if you want that crit to go away. I feel like even if I take the 4 HP, given how much damage this thing does, um, I would still be, like, dead. Uh, so I think I am going to go ahead and cure the injury. Okay. So Harris um, will come over to you and basically, like, stab you in the back with it. You know, there's not a lot of bedside manner, but at the same time, uh, you can f- see, when you look down, you can see the blood start to uh, clot and the bleeding subsides. Uh, the big in- the big bite, uh, those puncture marks, they're healing. Um, you still feel bad, but you're not bleeding anymore. Uh, you still have a major okay. action. Um, I... Rather than doing that, I want to use one AP to get my fire team to attack. Okay, so um, you're going to have, so that's just like one AP, like you can just spend that. So the, the yep. way that works is you can spend an AP for an extra minor action. That's basically what you're doing. Yep. So they are going to shoot their shot. They are at close range. So this is going to be difficulty two because they're a little bit close for these rifles. Um, they get three successes, which is enough. They're going to do six plus two piercing, which is going to be enough to kill the Alguai. Yeah. Good job, team. Really came in clutch there. Yay! They did it for Brett. Yeah, they avenged Brett. Well, you know, he just wasn't cut out for, for Clark's team. Um, It's hard out here in the wasteland. Servenia comes over, uh, goes over to the Yagwai immediately, um, flips it over onto its um, back as best she can, and uh, with a very sharp knife, uh, begins to field dress this thing. Um, As she starts, she stops for a moment. She looks over. She looks at Hazel. She says, come here. Uh, sure. Yeah. Come here. And uh, Hazel, Hazel will walk over. All right. Clark, you want to learn? Absolutely. Pep, you want to learn? Willie, Willie all y'all, get over here. We're, let's watch. I'll watch from here. All right. So, Clark, Hazel, you and your fire teams come over and kind of uh, create this makeshift medical theater around Servenia. And Servenia takes her knife and begins to field dress this Yagwai. Um, she takes out all of the uh, inedible organs, lays them to the side, uh, sort of takes all that out, and then starts um, uh, carving the uh, meat out and um, lays that over to the side as well, like a different side. And then... Um, after probably about 10, 15 minutes, has this thing completely filled, dressed, 
all the meat on one side, all the offal on another side, and just the carcass left. And uh, she starts loading the offal into the carcass and says, um, all right, you helped me with this hunt. It is only fair that you are rewarded. Um, you get all the meat. Is that acceptable? Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, so why don't why don't you need the the meat? Well, I was planning on taking this thing down alone, but I got assistance, and mm-hmm. you deserve to be rewarded for assisting. Well, Plus, uh, and, and she and she points at the the carcass and the offal and says, there is mm-hmm. plenty I can do with this. Plenty. All right. Brett did die for this. Let's just forget. Oh, I forgot. Clark's like really intrude too. Uh, yeah, he, he could use a medic too. Um, I'm actually... Brave, putting on a brave face, but he's like really hurt. I think Hazel is actually going to look over to Lonnie and say, uh, so Lonnie, we're, we're here for supplies. That includes uh, rations, right? So some uh, fresh uh, Yaguay meat? Um, as for, and Lonnie will come over to uh, Hazel and say, for us? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not. Hey, I'm, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm just going, like, we, we had a mission to just, uh, run these guys through a, a meat grinder a couple times and, uh, toughen them up basically that this is sort of just a bonus. So yeah, this is whatever, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. It's for the settlement for us. Well, we don't really have a, the problem is we don't have a good way to preserve it. We can't stop here and salt and dry it all. So, um, um, as you're having this conversation, Cervania is doing a few things to help preserve it. Okay. Um, so the party gets four portions of Yagwai meat because Servenia is so skilled in field dressing and carving these things up. Uh, she's able to get four portions out of this thing. And, and Hazel paid very close attention to how yeah. she did it. She, she knows a master when she sees it. Yeah. She's and, and trying Cervinia to sharpen is, up her... is at work, but at the same time, she's doing her best to do explanations so she's taking pauses to point a few things out, but she's not like she's not turning this into an hour seminar. Like it's right. still like, you know, we're in the wilderness here, but you're going to learn as well. Like you're here, you, I'm going to teach you. You're going to learn. Yeah, Hazel is sharpening her survival survival uh, skills that yeah. she already has because uh, this is this is something that's good to know. Um, as she is wrapping up. You see her um, kneel before the Yagwai, and she clutches something that kind of looks like a knotted piece of twig. It's just sort of like curled in of itself, almost like four-leaf clover, just sort of perpetually knotted. And she whispers something, and a few moments later, a... A, a gang of grackles lands before. She says something to them, and they take off. She looks to you and says, "Well, I need to be going, um, but I'm certainly interested in maybe speaking with you all again." Um, I can't help but notice this, this, that you lack the stench of old Nylons. So <laughs> where are you? And you're not nomads because you don't have any supplies with you. So you've got to have a camp somewhere. If you don't mind me asking, where can uh, I maybe find you in the future? 
Sure. Um, well, we we do ha- actually have a settlement. We just set it up, so it's it's still in its uh, infancy. It's called uh, Rising Sun, and uh, it's a uh, it's a stretch of the legs outside of New- old New Orleans. So okay, that's um, that's my preferred distance from Old Orleans. So yeah, it's it's just far enough that uh, it's not the middle of nowhere, but you can see it from there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Tell you what, it's going to take me a while to get this back to where I'm at. Um, so maybe in I'll, a few I'll make days, it easy. a week, something like that. Maybe I can uh, well, look you all up. Well, I'll, I'll make it easy on you. I'm pretty sure we'll have a uh, um, some outgoing radio signals for people um, to uh, bring people into the settlement. So um, if you can find um, if you can find a, a radio. Uh, you can find Rising Sun. Um, I believe I can make that happen. Well, cool. you appeared to be going somewhere, and I definitely need to be going somewhere with this. Otherwise, it's going to be a whole host of other different problems, bugs, and other creatures, and all that stuff. Right, really right. Nice. So I... Of course, of course. ...will be on my way. It was a pleasure meeting all, right. all of you. Please take care. Well, uh, same to you. I hope to see you on the flip side. Uh, she will grab her uh, stag helmet out of the vehicle, and basically she will start. Uh, she's kind of got like the back legs of this Yagwai under like the armpits, and she'll start dragging it um, down the road and uh, towards the woods, sort of in the same direction that the grackles flew off when she spoke with them. Crow magic. Huh? Yeah, as somebody in California, grackles are the are those skinny blackbirds that you see in Texas, right? And in, uh, uh, in, in the Gulf Coast states, because we don't actually have those out here. Yeah, they... Um, they they like the fast food restaurants and stuff. They're, they're uh, scavengers. They eat everything. They're, yeah, they're pest I, birds. Yeah. Uh, when I've when I've been in that area of the states, I've I've run into them. They they do seem to congregate near um, uh, Whataburgers. Yeah, it, it's the fries, <laughs> French fries. They love. It's all them. about the French fries. Can we bury Brett, please? Uh, Lonnie will say, you know what, I'll, um, I'll have a grave detail. I'll, I'll have my group do grave detail. We'll, uh, bury him. I'll collect his, uh, dog tags and we'll catch up. We should, we should definitely grab his, um, his, uh, his gun too. And maybe the fusion cells. Uh, Lonnie, al- <laughs> yeah, Lonnie has already uh, claimed <laughs> that equipment. It's like I was, um, I was going to give it to Lonnie because I think Lonnie's the yeah. only one that can use energy weapons. Yeah, Lonnie's forever. like this feels way more comfortable than the ten millimeter for some reason. Yes. But, um, I'll meet up with you all. Sentimental in some respects, Pep. Only some respect. All right. So, Forget. you continue to travel south. Warren Signs advertised the South Nolens Par 3 Professional Miniature Golf Course and Pro Shop miles before your arrival with promises of fun for the whole family, gourmet eats, 18 beers on tap, and the long drive challenge. You approach the property from the south. The entire facility is covered in netting so tightly woven that you can barely make out the interior. At the base of this half dome is an entrance gate. A lone speaker struggles to play a triumphant orchestral tune befitting a professional golfer. A now-open sign dares you to enter the facility. That constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought. That was great. <laughs> Would you like to go in? Uh, it's so majestic. How could we possibly not? 
As you enter the facility, you are greeted with a naturally lush environs, green hues normally reserved for putrid wounds and radiant glowing ones. The manicured sidewalk leads you to a building straight ahead, a sign reading Clubhouse and Pro Shop. A Mr. Handy with a flat cap and eternally lit cigar hovers near the entrance, eager to ambush anyone entering. Hello, and welcome to the South Nolens Par 3 Professional Miniature Golf Course and Pro Shop. My name is Big Chipper, and it is my privilege to invite you to the premier golfing experience this side of the Mississippi. Our featured attraction is the Par 3 Professional Miniature Golf Course, 18 holes scientifically designed to be challenging for the veteran, yet entertaining for beginners. Adults and children alike will marvel at the set pieces, featuring some of the most notable animals and landmarks in Louisiana. Perhaps you want to work on your approach game. Our driving range offers a full selection of clubs and drive scenarios for you to perfect your swing. If you're looking for something a bit more competitive, the winner of our long drive challenge earns a very special prize, courtesy of Mamba Sporting Goods and General Atomics International. Finally, what better way to cap off an afternoon than at the Bunker Grill and Bar? Our head chef Francois can prepare you the most delicious ribeye in the state with all of the fixings, plus a cold beverage from our extensive tap of domestic brews. To get started, just head inside our clubhouse. And while you're out there, if you see my boy, Little Chipper, tell him to come on home. His mama's worried sick over him. Now, huh. Do you guys think Little Chipper... Is a is a uh, robot, or is like a maybe like a mascot that we're supposed to find? Uh, my money's on a Roomba. Um, as <laughs> as you're in like here, the joke just hit me. Actually, a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was a little bit slow on that one. As you are. Um, in here looking around, you see another um, individual in here uh, kind of wandering around looking. Also, blue vault suit, number 18, just sort of scouting the place out a little bit. And the, the, the voice of this uh, Mr. Handy sort of catches his attention, but he's polite enough to wait for Mr. Chipper to go through a spiel before he comes and introduces himself. Uh, uh, in, in a devastated world filled with the horrors of radiation, a soul savior rises from the cradle of a nation, the true American uh, Uncle Buck to the rescue. This is when you clap. This is when you cheer. Everyone cheer. The savior is here. Willie, cheer. Quick. Nope. 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 None of you. None of you cheer for this guy. No. No. Clark's team is cheering. Clark isn't cheering. Clark's team is cheering. Do you do you doubt my magnificent power? The power of America is behind me. I'd be happy to show every single one of you my power. Go ahead. Uh, show us your power. Okay. Power to do? Yeah. Let's see it. Perhaps you would like to show off your power at the Long Drive Challenge located <laughs> at the driving range. Are you challenging us to a golf competition? Tune in next time on Rad Rolls. Hey there, it's your boy Jared, a.k.a. Lonnie Haybear, the Nightmare, the Razorclaw Slayer, the... I think this joke has run its course. I want to give a quick shout out to the Amber Archer. Dave has mentioned her before and I'm doing it again because I don't think he can stop me right now. So, Amber and I go way back. She's one of my go-to folks when I need some projects done. 
No joke, she made my wife a six-foot-tall ruler once for some back-to-school photo shoots. Well, I asked Amber to make me some art for a character who you will meet later. Don't want to spoil the details, and she absolutely knocked it out of the park. Amber's good egg, and you owe it to yourselves to check out her coffee store. You can find Amber's Twitter at the Amber Archer. That's the underscore Amber Archer.